you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. I was reading in my scriptures the other day about a man named Lahontai. Lahontai was the leader of a group of Lamanites who didn't want to go to battle against the neighboring Nephites, even though their king had commanded that they should do so. Now, the king sent a clever but wicked man named Amalickiah with an army to force Lahontai and his followers into obedience. Amalickiah didn't attack Lahontai's army, but instead he asked him to come down from the mountaintop to meet with him. Lahontai didn't dare come down from the high ground, and he refused Amalickiah's request three times. But Amalickiah finally suggested that Lahontai meet him just outside his fortress and that he should bring his guards. This time, Lahontai agreed, and he left the security of his mountain fortress. Amalickiah was now able to present his devious plan. He persuaded Lahontai to come down and surprise his army surrounding them in the night. He promised that he would surrender if Lahontai would just make Amalickiah a second leader over the army. Lahontai, tempted by victory and power, agreed, and everything went according to plan. But after being made second in command, Amalickiah subtly poisoned Lahontai by degrees so that he died. As per tradition, after Lahontai's death, the men made Amalickiah their leader, and he marched them back to the king, where he overthrew the kingdom. We see here that Lahontai wasn't the only one who suffered because of his own choices. His entire army was forced into a war they had no interest in pursuing because of his actions. I've heard numerous analogies and seen many object lessons about this principle of persuasion by degrees. We talk about how a frog will jump out of a pan of hot water, but if you put it in a pan of cold water and slowly turn up the heat, the frog will boil to death. We show children how easy it is to snap a small twig, but that once you have an entire handful, they can prove impossible to break. As we remain strong in our covenants and close to the promptings of the Lord, we will be prepared to resist Satan's flaxen cords, as the prophet Nephi called them, and then we will never be ensnared by his strong cords. It's important to get to and to stay on the spiritual high ground. Elder Robert D. Hales taught that we do this through obedience, study, prayer, living gospel principles, making covenants with God, and building strong marriages and families. We must want the kingdom of God more than we want the things of this world, and faith is the most important part of that desire. The same principle applies to the wise man and the foolish man that we read about in the Bible. The wise man built his house upon the rock, and he was safe when the rain and floods came. But the foolish man had no foundation on the sand, and he was washed away. Elder Hales explained, the high ground is where the light is. It's where we see the first light of morning and the last light in the evening. It is the safe ground. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.